SHW, this is our wrestling. This is insane. Are you kidding me right now? Hey, 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 what is going on here? The action is fast and furious. You never know who's going to show up in SHW. Brandon Benefield, Gerard Bonner, and Diana Michelle. Business is about to pick up. This place just went ballistic. Welcome back, everybody. Once again, it's the official podcast of SHW. SHW, this is our wrestling. I'm B-Double Brandon Benefield, GB Gerard Bonner, and the lovely Diana Michelle down there. How's everybody doing this week? What's up, y'all? Good. Excited. Hey. Getting closer to the Rumble Jack. It's going to be, oh, yeah. Ooh, it's going to be a not to remember. We got so much going on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a good time in our world. Absolutely. Fans are back. Life is good. Wrestling's yes. fun. It's always a good time. Absolutely. Absolutely. You said uh, uh, fans are back. So not only are we excited about Rumble Jack, but I got to be honest, and GB you, and Diana, y'all know this. Like, I'll admit it. I've been very slack on watching WWE throughout the Thunderdome era. I just couldn't yeah. get into it with the fake crowd noise. I just couldn't. I just okay, couldn't get into it. First rule of thumb, words we never use in pro wrestling, the F word. We never <laughs> use that. There's no reason to ever use that word in the world of pro wrestling. I, now, didn't, use it per, I didn't use it pertaining to what was happening in the ring. You, you Simulated. Use, we never use We can use uh, 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 simulated sounds. <laughs> okay. We can use provided sounds, pre-recorded <laughs> sounds, but we never ever use the F word in pro wrestling. Never, ever, ever. My bad. My bad. The simulated crowd noise. I there just couldn't go. get into. Uh, Understood. In the Thunderdome era, but you know, and and you know, AEW kind of they started with smaller crowds got bigger crowds and then they eventually went on the road the last couple of weeks to sold out houses and then uh WWE uh last week smackdown then money in the bank then monday night raw all in front of these full crowds Golly. and i absolutely loved it and made all the difference in the world yes and i'm just did. excited i mean we've had crowds back at shw since last august and right. so you know we're kind of used to it as far as shw goes but I'm just glad to see overall at the big companies now nationwide, worldwide, uh, we're seeing these live crowds back at these shows. It's exciting. Yeah. And the, the fans are loving it. They're like, they're like home. Like they are able to go in, in no mask and they're so loud distance. Yeah. They're just crazy. Yeah. You know, it. for sure. I am a huge fan of this. And again, AEW, WWE, Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling, literally within the first two weeks of the month of July, all welcoming fans back, all heading back to the road. And, um, you know, at some point there will be conversations about the pandemic era of wrestling. Right. And uh, one of my thoughts, I've always believed, as strange as this may sound, 
that wrestling, like other sports, needs an offseason just mm -hmm. to allow the wrestlers to be able to heal, but also give the fans some, something to, you know, miss so that they can return. It happens in football, happens in basketball, baseball, all of those seasons. Uh, really, the pandemic era proved to be that for fans in the sense that they couldn't go live and experience the product. And as we experienced and many other promotions experienced, you know, we ended up having to take time off. And that time off, as we chronicled, it, it birthed this podcast. And it gave us an opportunity to get into the window of what other wrestlers were feeling like. And, you know, a lot of them responded differently to the pandemic. Some enjoyed the time off, some didn't. But what it's really proven in these last couple of weeks has been that the most important aspect of this sport will always be the fans. Everybody who's in the seats, that's why we do what we do. Everybody who steps in the ring, they do it for the love of the fan. And so what I think has happened over these last couple of weeks is that wrestling promotions have realized we cannot take fans for granted. Mm -mm. I think fans have realized we cannot take pro wrestling for granted. And now what we have seen is this amazing collision of fans who want wrestling, wrestling who wants fans. The result has been something great in every promotion. And so this, I think, is great for the sport. And I think Southern Honor ends up really benefiting well from this. Now, like you said, we've been having fans back since, ironically, Rumble Jack last year. Uh, you know, but with all of that said, I think when any part of the sport is doing well, the whole sport does well. And so it's not just enough for us to have fans back. It's necessary for everybody else to have fans back as well. And uh, I think I think this momentum rolling into Rumble Jack is going to make Rumble Jack that much better. And I think we really might move closer to that. I know, you know, they're trying to do a thousand people for the anniversary, but we may start moving closer to that for Rumble Jack now that the visual is out there. Because that's the other thing, mm -hmm. that visual of all of those people. Man, it made, it made Monday Night Raw and SmackDown look like a WrestleMania because right? we haven't seen 14,000 people at a wrestling event yet. No. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and beat up, you remember when we were at Double or Nothing, it, it felt like mania. And that like, was what, 5,500? 5, 5,500 yeah. people. It was just like, it was, it, the noise was deafening. Yeah. You know, so take three times of that in, into these larger stadiums. And so I think it's great for the sport. I think everybody wins. Forbidden doors are kicked wide open. Like, this is a great time to be a pro wrestling fan. And I couldn't be happier. It's great. Yeah, you talked about forbidden doors in uh, Slammiversary was, what, what was that, Saturday? Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday. Yeah, that, that made for a crazy loop, man. And it was crazy because you had – I mean, there were representatives from like NWA, AEW, yep. New yep. Japan, AAA, uh, maybe. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, yeah. just all kinds of companies under one banner, yeah. uh, which blew my mind. You see, our, one of my favorites, Thunder Rosa, yes. showing up. You know, I'm like, she's everywhere. She's yeah, yeah, her her yeah. gear was crazy. Oh, yeah. Exactly. What, bird, some kind of bird or hawk or I don't know what that thing was, but <laughs> that, that was bad. <laughs> She looked yeah. awesome. It's just crazy awesome. to see, you know, what kind of, you know, I, I think I saw Lance Storm 
tweet about it, you know, talking about what a time to be a wrestling fan. Yeah. And you have a company where all these other companies are on one show. And, mm -hmm. you know, AEW has done that, you know, Absolutely. I, it all kind of started a couple of years ago with All In prior yes. to yeah. AEW, yes. where yeah. that was kind of the birth of AEW. Uh, and, and I thought that at the time, I thought, I thought, I wonder if this becomes like a, an annual show, sure. like a, a super show outside of WWE where all these other companies come together. Yeah. Next thing you know, six months later, there's AEW and we're off to the races and here we are now. But yeah. uh, it's just crazy, man. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan. Super exciting. And yeah. we talked about the Rumble Jack. And, and like you said, a lot of these fans, if they're watching WWE, AEW, they're seeing these live crowds and hopefully mm -hmm. that'll help, you know, help them draw them out to a show if they haven't been to an SHW show yet. And we'll right. see. It's funny that you say that because I think we still have, and, and please don't get me wrong, we have been having some pretty amazing crowds showing up at SHW. Yeah. We also know of a number of people who have not felt comfortable still mm -hmm. to be able to come out and, and all of that is understandable. I think what ends up happening is when we start seeing the visuals of people, particularly wrestling fans, we've seen it in baseball, we've seen it in basketball, but when we see wrestling fans, back in the arenas, when we see wrestling back on the road, uh, it really does open up the door for promotions like ours for people to go, it's safe to go yeah. back to wrestling. Right. Because the truth of it is, when you look at larger companies, you know, they do have a lot more to lose when you don't have fans in the building. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it's been well documented uh, in terms of the, the, the cuts that have happened in several places, entire department slash, because if you're not going on the road, you don't need, need a live event department, right? But when all of those things return, it says those companies feel comfortable not having to lose business or put people in harm's way. That sends a message, well, if those folks feel safe, then I feel safe coming to SHW. And I feel safe going to independent wrestling wherever I may go to it. So we win, certainly when all of these other companies win. And I am, I'm excited. I mean, like this, it, you know, and, and think about this, you know, and we, we, I know we'll get to Rumble Jack. When I think about last year's Rumble Jack and our Forbidden Door, right? right. Uh, and the, the people who came through Rumble Jack last year, which was just kind of a nutty scenario, uh, you really can't and I, and you know people go back to the attitude era when we talk about the golden age of pro wrestling you know but even in the attitude era we saw people jumping from promotion to promotion but not actively in a promotion showing up at another promotion right. you know we're seeing that now you know yeah. we're seeing that in AEW and the NWA we're seeing that of course in Impact and in the New Japan as well and so it, it means very interesting things because, again, we kind of had the forbidden door before everybody else had the forbidden door. And it makes you wonder who on earth will show up August the 6th because anybody can show up. And, and I mean, when you start thinking about that, the possibilities really become endless. So I am just excited that the fans are back. And it's not just the fans are back. It's a great product as well. Yeah. And so that's, that's, man, man, this is a special time. My goodness. We're going to be writing about this time. <laughs> I'm it's serious. Yeah. It, it, you're right, man. I mean, couldn't say it better, man. It's just, it's so exciting. And 
all this talk about Rumble Jack, let's kind of get into that a little bit. As, of course, this past week, we've seen some more announcements, some more entrants uh, have been named. Uh, Since uh, we uh, had last week's uh, podcast, we found out about the Tag Team Championship match that's going to be taking place. And we touched on it. We figured it was, you know, we thought this should be the match that happens. Mm -hmm. And it turns out it's going to be. It's all-star special and technical excellence. And I think I even said last week, you got two fan favorite teams here. I, I have no idea which way this one goes. Yeah. I mean, from a technical standpoint, you know, I'm leaning towards all, uh, technical excellence. But mm-hmm. on the brawling side, you got all-star special, Hanson and right. Huck. We've seen right. what Huck can do. We see what Hanson can do in the ring. And I wouldn't put it past them to surprise technical excellence and, and – get them off their game a little bit. I don't know, man, but the crowd, who's the crowd going to be behind? Oh gosh. I, I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm a fan of technical excellence, excellence and also our special major fans of both. I'm going to be one. that's just going to have to sit back and be like, whatever happens happens. But you know, what's funny is neither one of these teams have really been together that long. Right. For them to gain the, the popularity that they have in such a short time. And the success that they've had in such a short time is is pretty amazing. Yeah. And I mean, why not? I mean, they have the charisma. They have you know everything that the fans are needing and wanting. They 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 get you into the the uh, excitement of the matches. They they keep you you know attentive. It's it's a great match that's coming. I mean, there's nothing else you can really say about it. this. This is going to be an awesome combination of, of teams and then and it's going to be I don't know I don't I don't even know who's going to win this but <laughs> <laughs> well you know it's it's funny that you say that too I think sometimes people don't understand like in in varying wrestling promotions they all kind of had their big cards of the right. year and certainly for SHW honestly every card is a big card Stacked. but certainly kind of our two hallmark cards right now are Rumble Jack and our anniversary still here. And so when you think about all of the stops that have been pulled out all year long, you know, a match like this is perfect for the Rumble Jack card. And Diana, you're right. You know, those four wrestlers, we didn't think to ourselves at the top of the year, oh, they should all be tag teams. (laughs) But, you know, here they come. And in a space where, you know, again, Gary Lamb promised back in December, to bring and infuse SHW with the best tag teams in the world, I don't think he realized that two of them were right there under his nose. We didn't realize it, right? Mm -hmm. So to see them... Were they even together? Either uh, either of those teams even together when he said that? No, I think All-Star Special was just starting to get together as a tag team. I'm not sure they had their first tag match yet. Uh, And and Technical Excellence had not had their first tag match yet. Right. So this is a pretty significant space that we're standing in to see these two teams battling for the SHW tag titles. And you're right. It's a battle of styles. You know, if we were talking strictly technical wrestling, then this isn't really a contest. But that's why we get in the ring, because it's never really about just technical wrestling. It is about how these styles will mesh. And I'm very intrigued to see what's going to happen. I think we've not had a chance to see the old Huck show up, the mm-hmm. Huck that is the brawler. You know, we've seen Huck do backflips and moonsaults, which is crazy to think. Yeah. We've yeah. seen the improvement. You know, and, and again, like, 
and I, you know, we've got plenty of time down the road to talk about some of this stuff, but the idea that this time last year, Hanson was campaigning to get into the Rumble Jack, and now he's getting ready to fight for the tag team championships a year later. Good Lord. Hanson was, was hacking onto our podcast. He was Bye. hacking the podcast. <laughs> You're exactly right. Oh. You know, so he it was is, campaigning. He had like you thought he was running for president of I don't know <laughs> Redneck Station. I don't know, <laughs> but I mean Natty Lights and old women, and he was the Cougar King. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're yeah. gonna need a blooper moment for that because <laughs> it's still. <laughs> Between that, between that and the David Ali championship, no, I think those are my two favorite GB calls. God, it makes me laugh every time I think about it. He will always, forever be the Cooper King. Oh man, the problem is, you know, he came to correct me, and then he was like, "But you were right," and I was like, "Oh, well." Oh, then there's that. Now he has a girlfriend, so I don't know how good. Well, well. I'm not even touching that. Okay, no, Faye, bro. Okay, Faye, I don't bro. want to touch either. Yeah. What, I, what I do know for sure is that this is going to be a match that we're going to be talking about for a long time. Right. And the one piece that nobody has addressed that we're not going to be able to forget is Logan Chase in the corner of All-Star Special. And I, I don't know. I know this. Logan Chase has wanted to manage tag team champions since he's been in SHW. He has yet to do that. All-Star Special would love to have gold. We've not seen gold around the waist of Huck or Hanson. And if you remember, 2020 was not Huck's year at all. Right. I don't think he won a single match in 2020. You know, um, 2019, of course, he had the massive war with Joe and all the. But 2020, you know, after, yeah, it just ended up going downhill for him mm-hmm. in 2020. And so what a turnaround. And, and the question for me ultimately is how bad do they want it? Mm-hmm. How bad does All-Star Special want it? And would they be willing to employ Logan Chase of old to help them win the tag titles? That's the million-dollar question. If he does something to help them win the tag titles, it's going to be a new day. Because a win's a win. You know, a at that win. point, you're like, well, I don't know if – I liked how we did it, but we, we won the titles. And the craziest – I don't think they're going to, like, be upset if they get a win, even if it's not so clean. Right. If they come out with those titles, it's not going to matter to them. Titles for them mean more money, more money without having to sell more merch. But as the champs, they could sell more merch. Who they knows? More, they have shot glasses now. Come on. And then on top of that, they're also going to be in the Rumble Jack. Right. That's what I was going to say. So regardless of who wins this match, both members of both teams are entering the Rumble Jack later in the night. It could be a crazy night for one of those four men. Can you imagine one of those four men walking out as tag champion and becoming the number one contender? It could happen. I could go on and hold two titles, perhaps. Two major titles. Yeah. It'd be a first. I mean, Corey's held them both separately. Correct. At the same time. So you're right. That'd be a first. Is he the only one? 
He is the only person to have held both the, the SHW championship and the tag team championship. Yeah. But yeah. I have another scary stat for us. Are we ready for this? 100% of the time, the winner of the Rumble Jack has gone on to become the SHW champion. Yep. Ooh, I didn't realize that. So in case you were wondering the importance of this match, we could be looking at a future SHW champion based on who wins this match. Right. Very true. Very, very, very true. Uh, we had a number of announcements since we spoke to you last week uh, as far as entrants go. I'm hesitant to bring this one guy up. It was uh, We found out Gary Lamb was allotted one pick and oh one boy. pick only, oh boy. and it turned out to be Nasty Leroy. Now, I'll be honest. I know of him. I have heard of him. I had no idea that he had such a big following online. But apparently, when this was announced, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram all blew up when we announced that he was going to be in the Rumble Jack. So Gary is super pumped about it, by the way. It was his pick, obviously. Uh, not quite sure. He always how, has some kind of strategy on why he picks these certain people. I'm just not quite sure how I feel about it, but, you know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I don't know anything about him. I guess I need to do some research, but um, Nasty Leroy? I, apparently that, he's got his, his own little entourage, and he calls them the Nasty Hotties. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't know how Gary finds some of these people. Uh, if you remember, <laughs> uh, Gary was the primary one who was trying to stop Hold My Beer Hansen from getting into the Rumble Jack. But right. Gary was the one who ultimately let him in the back door. All it took uh, was a beer. <laughs> Listen, the million well, dollar man said everybody has a price. I didn't know that that was the price of a day. Here's yeah. the thing too, don't forget, uh, the captain Sean Dean was supposed to be there. Correct. And at the last second, I think his music was even playing, wasn't it? Yes, yep. it and was. And he had to call out for whatever reason. And mm -hmm. it was almost like Gary like didn't have it. He just needed somebody. Hanson yeah. happened to be there. Oh, he was going to be there. He didn't. He didn't know he was going to be in the match, but he was. He was I mean, he bought there. a ticket. He did a. So I, you know, that's Hanson. Yeah. I don't know if we have that same story with uh, Mr. Leroy here. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just going to wait. And see, the scary part to me is anybody in this Rumble Jack has the opportunity to win yep. by virtue of being in the Rumble Jack. I don't know what his number is going to be. I don't know what the ring is going to look like once he gets in there. I have absolutely no clue what his uh, wrestling acumen may be. I can't make a judgment call on it one way or the other. I'm not sure if his fan base is so massive because of his incredible wrestling skill in the ring or if there's some other skill outside of the ring. What I do know is this. The SHW Rumble Jack is one of the most privileged and treasured places in all of independent wrestling to be. Because if you win, you're in. You're the number one contender for the number one championship in independent wrestling. Does this guy deserve to be in there? I don't know if this is about deserving or not, but he's found a way in. And what frightens me is this guy could be the number one contender 
by the time we're done on August the 6th. And if that happens, you know, we've talked about this time. We talked about this off air and he's got a lot of beef, a lot of history with David Ali, apparently that I've come to learn. Mm -hmm. And so who does he have any alliances though? Who, who knows? So, I mean, if he goes on to win this thing, by hook or by crook, who knows? And then stranger if he, things have happened. And then if he goes one on one with Ali, I mean, I don't know. I, that would be a storybook ending for for Nasty Leroy. But I, I just I don't know <laughs> if that's what's in the cards or not. But uh, it'll be interesting, uh, to say the least. Who I'm, does he I'm run sure. With? Who does he hang with? I I don't. Who, who uh, is... a nasty crew apparently. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, the nasty know, hotties. Are they just Maybe the, the nasty, nasty boys. Maybe the, the nasty boys. I, I don't know. Brian Knobs I, and, yeah. and Jerry Sags. I, you know, I, I don't know. What if? Oh, man. Who knows? Listen, the, the Dudley boys had an interesting crop of people in their family. So who knows? It's going to be interesting. Definitely. Oh, goodness it, gracious. It will. I, oh man let's let's <laughs> see Please. i don't even know anything Rescue about this guy, me. You, before we you before got we, me thinking like oh my god what is going on with this I, who I, is this guy before we uh get into some other entrants that have been announced let's uh let's back up for a second and let's mm -hmm. talk about the rules of the rumble jack because a lot of people uh of course if you've been following shw for a long time you've probably familiar with this with the rumble jack you probably saw last year's and the year before so you probably know the rules, but for those of you who haven't, let's kind of break it down a little bit for you. Uh, obviously, it gets the name from – it's a rumble. It starts out as a rumble, and when you get down to the final two, it turns into a lumberjack match. So basically, it runs just like a Royal Rumble would, uh, where every two minutes – you know, it start out with uh, two men in the ring, and then every two minutes, another guy comes out and joins the match, or, or female, man or mm -hmm. woman. I mean, we've had – Danny Jordan has been in before uh, – uh, Ravenna Vane has been in uh, before, so you just never know who's going to show up. Uh, and then once you're down uh, to the final two, of course, elimination over the top rope, both feet have to fit, hit the floor. And then once you're down to the final two, all of the previous people that were eliminated come back out, surround the ring, and we have a, a lumberjack match. And at that point, you can win by pinfall, submission, or elimination over the top rope with both feet hitting the floor. So, there you have it. Rumble Jack, or Rumble, Royal Rumble, Lumberjack, Rumble Jack. Uh, there you go. So, in case you didn't know, now you know. Uh, but you and know according, exactly information. And according to Gary, uh, this was an idea from the, at the time, the seven-year-old Booker, which is Gary's son, who came mm -hmm. up with the idea. Uh, so, we were told, I guess, what is it? He would be a nine-year-old Booker at this point? Maybe yeah, yeah, nine or ten. It was a good yeah. idea. So, it is a great idea. I do have one question, though, and, and maybe yeah. this is just me. So if you can be eliminated at the end by going over the top rope, then why do we have lumberjacks? Hmm. Is that just to keep the match in the ring? Or That's maybe we can point. get clarity on that. But I'm I just mean, curious. But I mean, I know. you know, during the course of a match, People might want to run out of the ring. ring there are other, other ways that people, out of the ring. Okay. people spill out checking. through the ropes or under the bottom rope. And I don't know, you know. I'm clarifying for our fans out there who might have that question. That's a, that's a good point, though. 
Now, well, I will say this. They can come and watch and see. You can. <laughs> there you go. And here's the, the re, one of the reasons we went through that is we have gained a lot of new fans over the last year, and you've not had the opportunity to check out a Rumble Jack. And so, you know, this is going to be intriguing. And again, the stakes couldn't be any higher. You become the number one contender to the SHW champion. And the SHW champion that night, uh, could still be David Ali or could be his challenger, Jordan Kingsley. Yeah. Jordan Kingsley, who, what a stroke of luck there for him to be able to get thrown into this championship match. You know, he had already uh, qualified to be in the Rumble Jack, mm-hmm. and which he still will be if he does not win the championship first. Right. And it made me wonder if he does win the title and Ali loses. Does that mean Ali will be allowed to enter in his place in in the Rumble Jack? Mm -hmm. We don't know. I guess we'll find out on uh, on August sixth. But we will. That's that's going to be interesting. And again, you know, we 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 talked about Mr. Leroy, and now we're mentioning you know Jordan Kingsley. It is proof that sometimes you just have to be in the right place at the right time for an opportunity. And both of them. I'm sorry. What just went through my head and almost came out of my mouth is going to come out of my mouth so you can know what happened in my head. (laughs) The thought that hit me was lightning could strike. And by the end of Rumble Jack, we could be looking at Jordan Kingsley as the SHW champion with a future encounter with the number one contender, Mr. Leroy. Can you imagine a world... In a world. In, in a world. <laughs> <laughs> you know Listen, what? Anything can it, happen. I mean, anything. that that's anything. the thing. And I don't want to belittle, I, because that's not what I'm doing. I'm saying the possibilities are endless. And we go back to last year's uh, Rumble Jack. And holy cow, the final two men were people who we all thought should be the final two men and should have an opportunity at the SHW championship. Uh, that being, of course, Joe Black and Owen Knight, both of whom are beloved in the SHW community. Uh, they're beloved in the locker room. Many feel like they are two wildly deserving and at the time overlooked folks who I really think the Rumble Jack for both of them was a turning point for a lot of people really seeing them in the title picture uh, as main event superstars. And Joe Black, of course, obviously he had that fantastic, uh, you know, the, the bull rope, the dog collar match, excuse me, that everybody talked about. And it seemed like he could have been on a trajectory to the championship. The pandemic happened. This match was the match that really allowed things to take off for Joe Black, leading him to being named wrestler of the year. So it's, it's a big moment. Now, things will be different this year because instead of being one of the last men in the Rumble Jack, Owen Knight, who was the last, one of the last two, will now be the first man in the Rumble Jack. And I'm curious how you guys feel about Owen Knight's chance to get back to the SHW title picture by way of the Rumble Jack. I think – well, go ahead, Diana. I think he's hungry. I think he's hungry and he's fed up and he's tired of, you know, all the shorthands he's been dealt just from, you know, things that have happened like AC, 
and him tagging, AC got pinned, he got thrown into this normal position. But do I think he can do it? Yes. Yes. Of course I do. Of course I do. Yeah. I don't care who winds up being the champion. He's going to be definitely a, a front runner in this Rumble Jack. I agree. And I think, you know, there's a handful of folks on the roster that I feel like could pull off that have the physical ability and the stamina to be able to pull off a number one spot and go the distance and win the whole thing. And definitely Owen Knight is one of those people that I think has the ability to do it. And Mm -hmm. as hot as the crowd will be behind him, if he's able to go a full, the run the gamut and and get to the end and then win the whole thing, the place is going to come unglued. It will absolutely come unglued. And, you know, what just hit me while you guys were talking, you know, I had one thought, of course, about, uh, you know, Mr. Leroy. I I just won't call him the other name. I just don't know why it won't come out. I'm sorry. (laughs) But (laughs) Mr. Mr. Leroy and Jordan Kingsley ultimately battling for the SHW championship. The other story that hit me that really made me feel special. Can you imagine... David Ali retaining the SHW championship and Owen Knight going from number one to being the final man. Owen Knight getting the opportunity to get the rematch back from January in that cage match when he got robbed. And now he could get that opportunity. Could he be the guy to dethrone David if David is able to get past Jordan at the rumble. My, I'm sorry, my brain just works like that, and I, you know, I don't know, but for me, talk about a, a feel good moment. Yeah. Owen Knight finally getting his coming I out mean, of that underdog status, and yeah. And and, and, I, and and to your point, Diana, I do think he's hungry. He's been wronged by a lot of people this year. He's been wronged by David Ali, and then here comes Ashton Starr. Yes, I actually said his whole name. That Ashton, shocked me. I was like, uh, it, it, yeah, who, I know. Who? I let who? me let me who I'm sorry. Let me get. <laughs> and here comes Guest, right? So Guest shows up, creates havoc for Owen Knight, and then Guest brings along Zicky Dice. And so all year long has been marked by just horrible things happening to Owen Knight that he did not deserve. Could the Rumble Jack be his come up? Could this be the opportunity for him? And and I'll say this. I'm glad that he's in the Rumble Jack. I hate that it's at number one. But let me tell you, if there's anybody who can run the gamut, who can go the distance, it's Owen Knight. And wow, I'm excited at the thought that Owen Knight could become the number one contender. War ready, right? War ready? Oh, yeah. War, it, listen, he's, that place would go nuts. Yes, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It would go and nuts. And it won't, it won't just be the front row uh, Owen Knight fan club. No, no. The whole, the whole building is going to be war ready. It's going to be, whew, it's gonna be awesome if that were to happen. Wow. But, wow. Uh, I'm telling you. And so, yeah, a few, we heard several other uh, announcements this week. Another one that sticks out to me was Gunnar Miller, uh, the people's mm. captain. So think about this. I and mean, there's you know, a story. Right. And you know, he's, he's angry right now. Yes. Oh, yeah. After, after what just happened to him uh, last month where he got outsmarted by Corey Hollis and, mm. and add on top of that a few months ago when Corey Hollis, cost him the chance to win the title yes. uh, when he had that uh, title opportunity against David Ali. So, mm-hmm. and add on top of that, the embarrassment from last month, plus 
the embarrassment from last year, the Rumble Jack, when he was eliminated right. by Hold My Beer Hansen. And it right. shocked, shocked everybody. Oh. You know, yeah, he, he, not pretty. he jumped back in the ring. He took it out on Hansen. But the fact remained, he got eliminated by Hold My wow. Beer Hansen. So you wow. know he's going to want to make up for that. He's going to want to make up for the embarrassment from last, the last show yeah. and, and get another shot here at the title. So Gunnar Miller, another uh, guy that I think could pull this thing off. If he doesn't get distracted by his emotions and the aggravation and the anger that he has towards Corey, yeah. especially, I don't even know, is Corey even going to be in the Rumble Jack? Because he we haven't, is. haven't heard yet, but I mean, yeah. you know, you're right. I mean, Judas is, but, mm-hmm. you know. If Corey is, is he going to be focused on winning this Rumble Jack or is he going to be focused on kicking the crap out of Corey? Yeah. I just you think know, uh, Hanson needs to watch his back. I, I agree. And and you raise an incredible point. Gunnar Miller is another person who, you know, could easily have all of the, the story to be able to make it to the championship with this. I mean, here's a guy who every title shot he has had He's been robbed because of some sort of outside interference in his match against Joe Black. It was the brothers Lynch who cost him that match in his match against David Ali. It was of course, Corey Hollis that cost him. He's not had a fair opportunity. And listen, he didn't come back just to say I'm back because I have nothing better to do. He came out of retirement for one reason. That's to become the SHW champion. He's got the look. He's got the following. He's got everything it takes. If he can overcome 30 plus, I don't know if it's going to be plus, but at least 30 people inside the Rumble Jack, one night he could punch his ticket to get another opportunity at the SHW championship. And who could argue with that? Yeah, just refocus. Bring it in. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I'm, just, I'm excited. And then, of course, we've got some newcomers like Will Caution showing up that guys yeah. that we haven't even seen before. And you talked about anything can happen. We talked about it with Nasty Leroy. We talked about it with Jordan Kingsley. I mean, these are guys that are coming and making their debut. We talked about Tank before. We talked about Carly Bravo uh, mm-hmm. and, and a number of others that are going to be showing up. Folks that we haven't even been announced yet uh, that are just going to show up the night of, I'm sure, and we're going to shock us all. We're going to be like, what's this guy doing here? Like, it's so you never you know. Just, you just used a word that I want to spend about 30 seconds to talk about, and that is the power of shock and awe, the power of the surprise. I think all of the promotions reminded us over these last couple of weeks that as wrestling fans, we love to be surprised, whether it was uh, – you know, Andrade, whether it was Malachi Black, whether it was John Cena, uh, Goldberg, like, uh, you know, Jay White in Impact, like all of these surprises are things that excite us as wrestling fans. And so the thought that there could be surprises, like I appreciate people saying, hey, there could be surprises, but just surprise me, doggone it. Surprise me. Don't tell me, hey, we're throwing you a surprise party. (laughs) No, just take me there and surprise me. And so for me, I know this gets dangerous. Don't We don't have to tell anybody there's going to be a surprise. The reality of it is if you follow Southern Honor Wrestling, you're going to be surprised. We get surprised every month, you know. And so I don't know who's going to show up. 
But here's the crazy part. It is not a guarantee that because you are currently a part of the SHW roster that you've got the fast track to winning the Rumble Jack. That's right. not a guarantee. That was and my you, point. Yeah, we're getting exactly. all these newcomers. You never know what's going to happen. You don't, you don't know who's going to show up and who can become, who can literally jump the line yeah. here. I mean, think about this. Last, we almost had a hostile takeover last year. Think about this. <laughs> when, when Shane Marks showed up, and, you know, when, when what's Matt his Hank name? Matt Hankins. Matt, Matt Hankins, who called me Lennox Lewis. You know, when he showed up, all these people started showing up. And we were like, wait a minute. What is going on? I think everybody realized from all of the other organizations, they know what the Rumble Jack means. Yeah. They know yeah. what the SHW title means. They can put out all the rumors they want. At the end of the day, they know where the power lies. And that's why they found their way into the Rumble Jack, which makes you wonder who else is going to find their way into the Rumble Jack. If Thunder Rosa can show up on Impact, hmm, and Mickey James can show up on Impact in the NWA, and all of these other folks can show you just never know who's going to walk through that curtain. Matter of fact, somebody behind you, Diana, showed up at a Rumble Jack before. And uh, so anybody can show up. I, I, the, the possibilities really are endless. And yeah. um, wow. You wow. Know, I'm excited. I can't wait. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. And, you know, I mentioned earlier that uh, in the past we've had Danny Jordan was an entrant. Mm -hmm. uh, we had Ravenna Vane showed up. Yeah. Uh, and it made me think back to last month or the last show earlier this month, Danny Jordan. Uh, we talked about last week, you know, what ended up happening with her match and she kind of, the way she left, we weren't sure what that meant exactly. Uh, well, since then we did find out too upcoming at this show at the rumble Jack, there's going to be a, a women's match and it's good, but it's not going to involve Danny Jordan, which that's unusual to say at an SHW show. Uh, instead, it's going to be Rekka Tahaka taking on another SHW debut, Angelica Risk, mm -hmm. uh, uh, which is somebody that we've seen before, graduate of the Nightmare Factory, uh, an up-and-comer, a lot of potential. I don't know if she knows what she's getting into, taking on Rekka Tahaka, especially with Tahaka coming off the very uh, uh, big win and, and proving a point like she did at the last show against Danny Jordan. So don't forget about that match. That's another match that's on this card that uh, will be happening before the Rumble Jack even takes place. Yeah. So. Diana, did you want to say something about that? I was thinking I was watching a WTV, watching SH29 back. Yeah. And that match with Danny and Rekha was actually 60 seconds from there. Mm. Wow. Mm. That that was but it, it felt like it felt longer, of course, because mm -hmm. Danny was coming out full power, but mm -hmm. it was like a switch it just flipped with Rekka and it was like done over. Mm -hmm. I've had enough I'm over. I, I'm still amazed that that happened. Yeah. I mean, because I, I really can't remember a time or a match at all when it involved a women's match that Danny was not involved. So this one I mean, you had Brooklyn and you had uh, Lindsay Snow, but then but Danny, Danny was, was on commentary. Diana was on, yeah, exactly. Yeah, she was still came out and she kind of got involved with that still. But yeah, 
this is going to be something different. This is, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it yeah. feels weird. It feels weird. It's, it's funny that you say that because you're right. It was March of 2020 when Danny was not in the match but Danny was connected to the match. You know, mm -hmm. she sat out and did commentary with us and, you know, all of that. Um, we've heard a lot of people say they were going to take Danny's spot. When I saw that flyer come out, I said, oh my God, Rekka literally took Danny's spot. Yeah. We usually, we usually have one women's match on the card and it usually features Danny Jordan. The idea that we don't see Danny Jordan in somebody's corner, the idea that we don't see Danny Jordan as a special referee, the idea that we haven't heard Danny Jordan's gonna be on commentary, I cannot fathom. Wait, will she and be in the rumble jack? We don't know. Will she even be in the building? Yeah. Right, like, you know, to your point, she has been in the last two rumble jacks. Yeah. Will she find her way to this rumble jack will she even be in the building it is hitting me like a ton of bricks did Rekka really take danny's spot and if that's the case we've been ushered into a brand new era of shw and i don't know that we were prepared for that what would i mean if she was in the jack in the rumble jack um that would just feel like you're just gonna forget what happened last month and, and jump into this rumble jack with you know all the guys and everything do whatever to be number one continue for this HW championship okay but what's the significance of it you know what i mean like where is that how does that come about when you just experience what you experienced with Rekka last month i mean it just doesn't seem like that would fit i mean i don't know i, I gotta not think. that not that she would not i mean she would she always comes in there and shows out but I don't know that that would be something that would uh, be on her agenda right I now. I got to think that the, the story's not over between her no. and Rekka Tahaka. I got to think that. But I don't know. Because the way she left the building, we saw the video backstage. And Susie tried to catch up with her and, and get a word after the match. She didn't say a word. She walked out. She dropped the burn book in the trash. Walked out the exit. I So I don't know. I don't know what all that means. And I guess time will tell. But, but being, being a woman... Yeah. I know when I get fed up or if I get, if I got this huge disappointment, sometimes I just have to walk away, you know, refocus, re, you know, get my mind together and then come back with another strategy to come and take my place where I'm supposed to be. I mean, that's just, I don't know, call it how a woman works. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if guys do that. I don't know. But I, to me, when she threw the burn book in the trash, it was like, all right, she's done for now. She's got to step away. She's got to, you know, just get by herself and get away from all the distractions of what's going on, what's expected of her. She's expected to be a girl. She's expected to have her burn book. She's expected to wear, you know, her pink and then be the mean girl, Danny Jordan. But maybe, maybe she just needed to, you know, leave it for a second. Not even forever, just for a second. Yeah. And just refocus, try to get, you know, what's going on? What does she need to get back? Who is Danny? Who is Danny Jordan? She needs to find that again. Figure it out, because Rekka's trying to take it. If she hasn't taken already, she's trying to take it. She's gonna have to refocus and, and come back, and come back hard, vicious. I'm, I'm, I am intrigued. I love what you said there, and I'm just, I'm just curious because, again, you know, I'm all for 
reshaping, refocusing, regrouping, but I've never seen her without the burn book. Right. I've never seen, I mean, that burn book has traveled around the world with her. Mm-hmm. She's gone to all sorts of places, you know, for her to throw the burn book away. I, I, I don't know. And, and here's an interesting question. You know, I mean, obviously many of us have crowned her as the queen of SHW. The question now is what would it take to get her back? Yeah. Like, you know, if, I mean, and again, I don't know. She might be hiding out, waiting for the right time to strike against Rekka. Or maybe, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. This is one of these unsolved mysteries that, you know, maybe we'll find some answer out to on August the 6th. Uh, I just can't imagine uh, an SHW women's match that does not involve Danny Jordan. And so this is going to be, a very unique time. And this is no disrespect to Rekka because Rekka literally came in and wrecked, you know, and I, I, I'm almost speechless because I just don't know what to make of this moment right now. Yeah. Well, there's one way to find out how all of this plays out and that's oh, to yes. join us August 6th. I know we're still a couple of weeks away, but we just, we're so excited about it. We can't help but just already talk about it and get It'll hyped be up here about fast, it. fast, though. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, it's two weeks away. That's going to yeah. move very, very fast. We have one show between now and then. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. it's going to be good. I'm hyped. Good. I'm hyped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. It's going to be yeah. so much fun. And uh, we want you guys to join us. Uh, tickets will go on sale at the door the night of the show, starting at 5 p.m. Doors open at 7 p.m. Bell time is at 8 p.m. Again, that's August 6th, SHW 30, also known as the third annual Rumble Jack. And uh, it's going to be absolutely awesome. So hope you guys can come join us. Uh, But until then, join us back here next week. Uh, We'll have another uh, show before the Rumble Jack. But uh, it'll be here before you know it, like you guys said. But until then, this has been SHW. This is our wrestling. 